Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn, Westlake, Ohio. Tonight, we return to our food series. It's off the eaten path, Tennessee style. Thanks for listening. Last week was spring break for Chateau Relaxo, and we started out in South Florida and found ourselves up in Daytona Beach by the end of the week. So here's a quick recap. You know, anytime I'm in South Florida, a required stop for me is at a hamburger place called the Burger Stop. You know, when Frickford Farms was located down in South Florida, this was a twice-a-month stop for us. I mean, Burger Stop made the Florida episode of Off the Eaten Path. Everyone knows I'm a wing guy, and so on this visit, I went once again with their Funky Buddha Hop Gun Hawaiian Glazed Wings, and still as good as ever. I mean, if you like wings and if you like really hoppy IPA beer, the combination of these two with this amazing thick, sticky glaze will definitely add three pounds to your meal or to your weight. We actually had a newbie in tow with us, which meant they got the whole burger stop experience. The meal started with the loaded tots. So channel your inner Napoleon dynamite. And their loaded tots consist of pulled pork, barbecue sauce, cheese, and bacon mixed with these delicious, fresh, warm tots. The main course for them was the Junkyard Dog, a Kobe grilled dog topped with house-made pineapple jalapeno chutney and a side of the potato sticks like mom used to put in my lunch when I was a little one. And then they finished this off with a Fruity Pebbles milkshake. So let's just say they slept pretty well that night. Later in the week, we found ourselves in Daytona, Florida. So we made a run on the local antique malls. And that's something we normally do anytime we hit up a, uh, a town we've never been to. You know, either look on Google or Yelp to, to find the antique malls. And the best one that we found in the area was Jeff's Antique Mall. And it was stocked to the gills and probably one of the most affordable offerings we've ever seen while we're traveling around. I mean, there were plenty of Coca-Cola Milbervillea. They had a huge stash of Disney Marathon medals for only $5. So if you want to impress your friends with your athletic prowess, drop in and pick up two or three medals that said that you ran the half or the full marathon at Disney. My favorite part was the solid collection of 1970s vintage Playboy magazines. And at only a dollar a piece, I'd consider it a pretty good value. From there, we headed up to Canal Street in New Smyrna Beach and checked out some of the wonderful local artwork. They actually had a local art show going on. And as always, we, slash I, got hungry and found a place called the Taco Shack of New Smyrna Beach. And this place truly didn't disappoint. I mean, here's the skinny. There's going to be a long line, and there are only nine tables. So plan to wait. But it's worth it, and more than likely the tables will kind of free themselves up by the time you get your food. Everything's cooked to order. My dining partner went with the Tacos de Hector, so imagine soft corn tortilla stuffed with a choice of meat. She went with chicken, chicoli sauce, fresh pico, red onions, and cilantro. And for me, I wanted to try something a little bit different, so it was Emily's empanadas, which consisted of a couple Spanish pastries stuffed with seasoned beef. I believe it had some kind of olives and potatoes. And served with this wonderful cilantro sour cream. I'm not a sour cream guy. I'm not a ranch guy. But the combination of the cilantro and the sour cream really knocked it out of the park. 
that evening we stayed at the Hilton Oceanfront. And short of valet parking, which was a total nightmare and at a cost of $24, or I could have parked, get this, down the street for only $17, uh, we did go with the valet parking. This hotel's a bit dated. They more than made up for it with an amazing upgrade to a two-room suite, which included our own 400-square-foot patio on the 15th floor overlooking the ocean. Unfortunately, we were only there for one evening. So on to the day's show's focus off the Eaton Path, Tennessee. I love Tennessee. I find myself in Tennessee probably four to five times a year for business. And we usually make it up that way once a year, every 18 months for vacation of some form. You know, when Frickford Farms was relocating out of South Florida, we actually came really close to relocating to Tennessee. So close that one of the now Chateau Relaxo residents even bought a pair of University of Tennessee slippers. You know, like Florida, Tennessee doesn't have a state income tax. For a lot of people, that's a huge motivating factor uh, in my little feeble financial brain. When it comes to taxes, they're going to get their money out of me whether I'm on the red team or the blue team. So if you spend any time on the blog, uh, you'll know that I post about Tennessee quite often. Plenty of fun stuff. There's Nashville, there's Knoxville, there's Chattanooga, there's the Jack Daniels Distillery, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and of course my favorite, the Appalachian Trail. I mean, generally there's no shortage of things to do in Tennessee. And when it comes to a Tennessee food tour, it's really easy to lean towards barbecue. I mean, everybody thinks of Memphis and anything that food TV produces seems to be centered around Memphis and the barbecue world. But there's a heck of a lot more to barbecue when it comes to Tennessee. So don't ignore the barbecue, but just don't always believe all that barbecue hype. And so that hype brings us to our first stop, which is Elena's Taco Shop, Memphis, Tennessee. So Elena's is one of those places that's really easy to pass by if you didn't know it was there. The reason? It's tucked alongside a gas station and truly isn't all great taco places positioned right next to the gas station. My last trip there, my order was a chicken burrito, and it was damn near the size of my forearm. You know, it was a truly amazing stuffed. I don't know how they stuffed this much goodness into a tortilla, but they did. And one of the things when it comes, I love sauces. I'm a sauce and salsa guy. And the reason is there's so many, only so many ways that you can truly cook chicken. And oftentimes it might need a little bit of encouragement or help. And normally I've got a whole basket full of chip that needs something to be dipped into. So to address that, Elena's has a salsa bar that's worth the trip alone. I mean, there's nothing fancy here that could take away from the quality of the food. Everything is disposable from the baskets to the wax paper that you're eating. So they're not worried or tied up watching a bunch of plates. Their, their goal is to get you fed, get you full, and then move on to the next patron. So plan on eating, plan on getting full, and then making room for the next customer. This is now a must-stop whenever I'm in Memphis. Still hanging in Memphis, Tennessee, check out Gus's world-famous fried chicken. First, I'm a fan of anyone or anything that calls themselves world-famous. I mean, for me, this place was DGFC, Damn Good Fried Chicken. And I've stayed across the parking lot from Gus's for years, but really never thought to try it until the hotel staff suggested it. So here's a little side note for you. If you don't know this, when traveling, the hotel staff is usually the best for recommendations when it comes to food and drinking establishments. Why? Because they all live there. 
So on this visit, I upped my game and decided to eat like a fifth grader instead of a third grader and ordered a three-piece tender meal complete with coleslaw and fries. And so when my plate arrived, you could see this wonderful orange iridescent sheen from the spices on the tenders. Yes, truly eating with your eyes first. And they were delicious. Out of this world. Don't pass on the honey mustard dipping sauce. Perfect for your tenders or your fries. And one really nice touch was the huge plastic cup that allowed me to leave with about 64 ounces of soda. Still in Memphis, here's your barbecue. Central BBQ. Barbecue is good as it gets. I mean, this seating area is really tight, but you'll have your food and you'll be eating long before the cramped spaces bother you. They offer a top-notch beer selection, including some great local choices. And Memphis is becoming another one of those craft beer havens. Everything is good. Totally encourage you to go with the ribs and don't shortchange yourself or anybody back at the house by ordering a half rack. Go with the full rack. The mac and cheese is better than your grandmother ever could have fixed. And to finish the meal, try their Nan pudding, which Nan is short for banana. Can't go wrong with anything here, but this is true. When you talk about Memphis barbecue, this is true Memphis barbecue. Heading into Chattanooga, Tennessee is Big River Grill and Brewing Works. And whenever I'm in town, which is, again, a few times a year, Big River is a must-stop. And there's a couple reasons. It's within easy walking distance of the two hotels I stay at, the Hampton downtown or the Spring Hill Suites on the river. Plus, they've got brewing in their name. <laughs> so one of the best visits ever here was during the Chateau Relaxos 2015 New Year's tour. We started with their Asiago artichoke and crab dip. Split a couple of their pizzas. I think the go-to was the California Sun pizza. And then to close out the evening, it was beer flights of their own selections, their own brewings. The service is, top, is always great. The wait staff is attentive, and they truly know beer. I mean, if you're looking, if you have a special lager that you like, or if you're a Pilsner person, they can usually fit that bill for you. And besides, beer flights are a great value, and they fill growlers to go if you're so inclined. And if you like beer, this is definitely worth a stop. Back to Nashville and Burger Up. Now, Burger Up was part of our 2018 Chateau Relaxo Spring Break Tour, and we found ourselves here on a very wet and chilly March afternoon, and after giving up on the long waits and lines at every other burger place within 15 miles of the hotel. I suggest you start with the fried mac and cheese bites. Everyone else does, and they're delicious. I went with the Woodstock Burger, which is this Benton's Bacon, Tennessee Sweetwater White Cheddar Cheese, Jack Daniels Maple Ketchup. This is truly one of those burgers that's as messy as it sounds, and it didn't disappoint. The Chateau Relaxo CEO went with the Ramsey Pimento Cheeseburger, house-made pimento cheese, iceberg tomato pickles, red onions, truffle aioli, and some more of that Benton's Barbecue topped with a jalapeno bun. I am not a pimento cheese person but they swore it was award-worthy. They offer a full bar with a great selection of, again, local Nashville beers, totally friendly staff, and they never let our glasses run empty. Back into Chattanooga, Tennessee, in a place called Slick's Burgers. And this was one of the best burgers that I've ever eaten. And my order was very simple. Their 7-ounce Slick, complete with caramelized onions and cheese, a simple burger. And I've said it time and time again, a hamburger is one of those things that's really, really easy to get really good, and it's really, really easy to get it really bad. And Slick's nailed it. Probably, again, one of the best burgers I've ever eaten. You know, throw in some of their truffle fries, 
and you'll be ordering your dessert or your refill in your fat voice by the time everything's said and done. The decor is eclectic. You place your order through the window of an aluminum travel trailer inside this warehouse, then grab a seat and check out all the neon mixed with Americana-themed signs in the dining area. This was a business lunch, so we didn't partake in the alcohol, but their beer menu looked pretty well, pretty stocked, so if you're in Chat Vegas and want a burger, stop into Slick's Burgers. The last place is Bar B Cutie in Nashville, Tennessee, and I stopped in here because it was close to the hotel. Went with the pork plate with fries and Brunswick stew, and the fries were the standard frozen crinkly type, you know, pretty much standard for most barbecue joints. I mean, they're not basing their whole existence on french fries. It's barbecue. But the selection of sauces helped resolve that standard crinkly french fry issue. I mean, the Brunswick stew got a huge thumbs up. And here's a test for you. When it comes to Brunswick stew, do you want lima beans or no lima beans? So you may have to Google for the answer on that. The pork was moist and had just the right hint of smoke, not overpowering. But really what set the meal off was the variety of barbecue sauces. You know, I've said it time and time again, I'm a sauce guy. And they had everything from your typical mustard to vinegar-based, as well as molasses-based and ketchup-based. I mean, everything was right there on the table for sampling. This is just a small sample of Tennessee's food offerings. You know, if you can endure the long lines and relatively short operating hours, Hattie B's in Nashville on Broadway, it can't be beaten. You know, if you're in Memphis and you want to hang out at B.B. King's Blues Club, again, it won't let you down. And you can eat at all those places. I've done it. And you can do it just like your next-door neighbor did. And then when the two of you talk about how great it was, just like everybody else. I can assure you that you'll garner more neighborhood street cred when you tell Biff and Buffy down at the tennis club that Central Barbecue in Memphis will run circles around anything that they've ever been to or that's been on any USA Today's best barbecue list. I mean, it's just that simple. Remember, folks, eat local, drink local. There you have it. Off the Eaton Path, Tennessee style. Thanks for listening and safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.